reparations. You know what I be saying? Right? Hard working. That what? Okay, I gotta get the lyrics to this song. What's up, people? What's up? Happy Friday. It's your girl, Crystal Worthy, and you have just checked in to Worthy Chick Chat. Yes, Worthy Chick Chat or Worthy Chic Chat. You know what we say. It's a double entendre. It's about where you're from and who you with. Where you from, who you with. Where you from, who you with. No, seriously, it is about where you're from. If you are from any of the urban areas, Detroit, New York. I'm the Detroit girl, so I'm going to shout out the 313 first. Detroit, New York, Atlanta, Houston, Dallas, Chicago, Dayton, Ohio. Yes, if you did not know, we do include them in the Black Diaspora audience. <laughs> Miami. Anyway, listen, if you're from those areas, you definitely know what a chick is. Los Angeles. All right. Um, and if you're about fashion and beauty, you know what chic is, right? So it's a double entendre. Whichever you prefer, we are here. Usually, it's the living room. But for this summer, you won't find us too often in the living room, okay? We are doing, once again, a patio edition of the Worthy Chick Chat. And um, we're going to have an exciting day today. If you did not listen in last week, last week we were talking about... Um, being in um what was the topic crystal okay gotta talk to myself today because the nation is not here today and um i'm the only one i think that's going to be in the show today we may have a guest not sure yet but last week we were talking about being raised in the 80s being raised in the 80s and what that meant you know just how we were raised and we were disciplined and how things have changed now. So we had a really good discussion last week. We had a special guest on last week. And this week, we are doing the Father's Day edition. Shout out to all the amazing, the great fathers that are out there that are doing an amazing job in your children's lives, whether they are young or old, because, you know, parenting never stops. Uh, parenting definitely never stops um but shout out to all the amazing dads today's topic is who's your daddy not your zaddy not zaddy not zaddy girl no sis we're talking about daddy the real daddy okay so if you are tuning in please join us also if you are without your father this father's day or maybe you don't know your dad maybe you never knew your dad or maybe there are just some challenges in your relationship with your father we're going to talk about some of those things today with who's yo daddy okay so stay with us um we're going to be tuning in and um having several discussions and also so if you don't know i'm outside that is why you hear dogs barking you're going to hear dogs barking and birds chirping and you may hear a car ride by with the balloon system <laughs> listen if you don't know I am like old school hip hop head I love old school hip hop and I love gospel don't tell me it don't mix it's like grits and sugar or grits and salt you got your choice I got mine right so you can either get with this or you can get with that. But in the show, you might just hear me reference some 80s music. Um, I love music. I, it's nothing else I can say. I love music, all types of genres of music. Um, but anyway, 
we have what we call worthy entertainment news. We call it worthy entertainment news because everything is not worthy of reporting. Um, we are not the gospel news station. Not the gospel. Oh my God. Oh my God. They're like, no, she's not gospel. No, we're not the gossip. We're not the gossip um, podcast. We're not going to be on here gossiping, but we are going to bring some facts, some exciting things that are happening in entertainment, some things that we thought were newsworthy, some things that we think that may just need to be discussed or something that Crystal just wants to laugh at. <laughs> yeah, something that I just want to laugh at. Like, I didn't put it on here, but I bust out laughing when I heard that um, the Trump Hotel in New York um, is losing their liquor license. Hmm. God don't like ugly Trump. He don't, he don't like ugly. But anyway, in other news, our sister Mary J. Blige is going to be receiving a, a reward award a lifetime achievement award um for the 2019 BET awards shout out to Mary if you don't know the BET awards are going to be in Los Angeles at the Microsoft Theater um on June the 23rd um where is my ticket like I have not been invited to the BET awards in some years a little spoiled here I worked in radio for years, um, been in advertising for some years, and a lot of award shows I've been able to go to, but when you're out of the loop, you're out of the loop. I'm spoiled. Yeah, don't like buying tickets. Anyway, I've got to figure out the new plug, the new way to get back in, right? We'll be there. Maybe not this year. Next year. Worthy should be there. Yes, we will. So shout out to Mary. Also in the news, we have Will Smith. Um, and Nas, who have invested in an app that helps teens with financial literacy. So the app is called Step. It is a mobile-based banking service app for teenagers. I'm going to pause. Any parents out there? <laughs> Any parents out there that are like, what, another cash app? Another cash app? So they can cash at me again and say, mom, can you send me some money? Dad, 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 dad. How about that? Can you send me some money? Because mom can't send me money. She says she don't have no money. Um, she spent her money. But anyway. Yeah, so it's another um, banking service app. Step allows teens to easily send and receive money from their family and friends. Um, great real-time notifications. But it doesn't have um, all those monthly fees and overdraft fees. So, you know, a lot of the teens were getting charged. All of these fees... You know, PayPal has fees now. Cash App has fees now. So everyone was getting charged these fees. And so here is Will Smith and Nas and um, a few other investors. And they've invested like something like $22 million, over $22 million. Yeah, that's a lot. Hey, Will, um, Nas, I've got some things too. <laughs> I know a lot of people. We need some investors as well. So um, shout out to them, though. I love seeing celebrities especially not even just celebrities but I love fellas if you're listening us women we love when men are out in the community and doing things it just kind of shows that you're just not self-centered like you're really concentrating on doing something to better the community and leave a legacy so amazing amazing in other news <laughs> 
y'all know when I start laughing like that, something was up. Wendy Williams got her new boo, new boo thing. Yes, Wendy. I'm not mad at Wendy. Why are y'all like tripping? Anyway, his name is Mark and she's known him for six days. <laughs> Wendy just getting her thing on. That's it. That's just the bottom line. She's just getting her thing on. She like, I got money. I'm rich. This husband, ex-husband has cheated on me and had a baby and I can be the sugar mama. You can be your, okay, I'm not going to go to hurt somebody. But oh, okay. Anyway, Wendy Williams, look, as, as she would say on her show, good for her. Good for you, Wendy. Good for you, Wendy. Live your life. Live your best life. I'm not telling you to get out there sitting like everybody like, did she condone Wendy for having this relationship out in Vegas? Wendy making it rain, though. She got stacks of money in her hands. Oh, boy, just standing there like, yes. <laughs> Anyway, I won't go any further. That's the after living room conversation. But um, Wendy was married for over 20 years. If you guys don't know, they do have a child um, that has had to be a part of this divorce. It is not nothing pretty. So prayers, continue prayers. I said it before. We're praying for Wendy. We're praying for Wendy. We're also praying for Cuba Gooden Jr., who seems to be groping women. <laughs> Cuba is out here groping women um and has been caught on her surveillance camera i did not pull up uh, the video i'm pretty sure it wasn't a sister oh okay nobody wants to talk nobody wants to talk about that see this is why i need uh, my calls doing here today um or just um someone else here yeah cuba mm-hmm. cuba is um he's out there yeah groping on women but anyway um we will definitely keep Cuba in prayer <laughs> for his little fetish that he has. I don't know what you're feeling on if it ain't a sister. I really don't know um, what you're feeling on Cuba. But anyway, have fun with that. So um, in other news, 21 Savage has donated $25,000 to help uh, detained immigrants get access to legal counsel. Good for him. Um, you know, it's always good to pay it forward. It always is good for pay it forward. If you don't know, um, 21 Savage was having some problems himself. And he had a lot of people, I think Jay-Z and some other people pitched in some money to get him some legal support so that he would not uh, be sent back over to his home country. So... I just was talking to a, a good friend of mine today, like when God brings you out of a situation and out of a struggle, we have to pay it forward. And sometimes, you know, you don't have to pay back the person that looked out and was there for you. It's just about helping someone else, somebody that you may not even know. Um, but use discernment, people. Use discernment, okay? Um, I know what it's like to not have a place to stay or a roof over my head and be pregnant and be young. Um, you know, it's in my book. You might hear me say that a couple of times. It's in my book. It's in my book. If you don't know, I wrote a book. It's entitled Life of a Worthy Chick. Volume one is out. Volume two is going to be released really, really soon. And you don't want to miss it. Um, it hits and talks about a lot of 
crucial things. Um, but through that experience that I had, you know, it's allowed me to be compassionate about other people. And just so happened this week, I got a call about a young lady that was homeless and pregnant, single mom, pregnant, um, and she had a six-year-old child. But let me tell you, people, you have to know the questions that you have to ask people. You have to be able to ask questions, not just that. You have to be able to spiritually discern. Yes, it's called tap into Jesus. <laughs> it's called tap, tap into God and listen to what he says. And this situation was not as sad as, no, let me take that back. It was very sad. It was very sad. Um, it was sad that she lied about a lot of things. And it was sad that um, she was dependent on some substances. And it's sad that, unfortunately, um, you know, just pray for her. I don't want to give any more details out, but we have to be able to discern. So pay it forward like 21 Savage and many others, Will Smith and Nas and all these people stepping back into the community and doing some great things but it also calls for us to discern because sometimes people to be honest you can get in the way of God helping you can get in the way let me repeat that let me start over you can get in God's way by helping someone sometimes God is trying to get them to come to him come to him himself sometimes you can't just be so quick to rescue there were times where I needed help with something and, you know, it wasn't meant for anyone to help me at that time. It was meant for me to endure. It was meant for me to get on my face and to pray and to ask God why I had been in this, why I had gotten into a situation and what was, what was he trying to get from me? Clearly he wanted my attention about something. Clearly that my attention needed to be um, on him. That was the bottom line. And so it wasn't until that, that, you know, God started turning some things around and it made me stronger. So um, we have to remember that. But in other news, we've got Portia Williams. Um, if you don't know, Portia was on um, Bravo reality. She is Bravo's reality television star um, from the Real Housewives of Atlanta. And um, Portia is basically... Um, kind of dismissing rumors that she has split with her fiance and that he's cheating. Well, basically, you know, Portia was um, interviewing on the show. And if, wait a minute, let me just pause. Have you guys seen Pilar? Pilar, baby PJ, that is Portia's new baby girl. She is gorgeous. Um, PJ um, and um, and her mom and her dad, Dennis McKinley. Um, they have been just such a beautiful family. But of course, rumors, as always, look at all these rumors surrounding me every day. Hey, we need some time. Okay, anyway, um, I don't have rights to that song. <laughs> but Portia basically spoke about the fact that her relationship and how she really wasn't disclosing any information because it was important for her to protect her relationship, especially with the rumors swirling. Look, Portia, you don't owe nobody no explanation. You don't know anybody any explanation about what goes on in your household. I, I told someone the other day, people choose the mate that they want to have for themselves. Rather, they are good, bad, or indifferent. And everybody has made a choice of who they marry, 
or who is their boyfriend now it is a thing sis ladies be a good good girlfriend constructive criticism is always good when it is warranted but remember that you also make your own decisions i've got people now that probably look at me like she's single or she was dating somebody that this this that and the other when you know for every stone that can be thrown at you it can be 20 thrown back at somebody else okay people have decided what you know makes them happy and who is anyone um to judge for that in these marriages in these heterosexual marriages i'm gonna leave it like that so um yeah people have made a decision and you might look at it and be like i don't know how she put up with that i would put up with that well it's not for you because at the end of the day when all your girlfriends are gone and your friends walk away it is you and that person and you have to determine what that that mate that husband provides for you what he gives to you and i'm not just saying on the outside there's something inward you know it should be love it should be unconditional love it should be agape love that you are receiving from your husband um or, or mate or soon to be or you know whatever language y'all put on but anyway um that's what you should be receiving and so if you're not receiving that then you have to decide hmm I'm really not getting this and is this what I'm getting really enough is it really enough so shout out to Portia for keeping everybody out her dog on business yeah keep out your business Portia okay um and nobody you know we don't have to give anybody explanation so pretty much guys those are the things that I thought were worthy entertainment news I didn't see nothing that was worthy I saw some other stuff and I was just like I'm not, I'm not talking about that I'm not talking about that I'm not talking about that today no don't feel like talking about that um but yeah so that's pretty much what we had today but I did want to start highlighting um some music there is a song that this week has just blessed my spirit I hope you um look it up and it blesses you as well Detroit Zone 313 what up though Tasha Page Lockhart Man, I have been listening to Tasha Page Lockhart's, um, I believe it's her latest album, but there is a song on there that says, I got joy. Man, it is worthy music. I, it says, I got joy. Joy in my spirit, joy in my soul. I got joy, I got joy, I got joy, I got joy. Oh my God, I love it. But it is like one of those um wake up morning songs that you listen to and it starts off early in the morning when I rise when I rise I got joy it's such an affirmation for the day people find you a song everybody can't we can't keep tuning up it depends your day sometimes is going to start and end with what you listen to early in the morning and if I'm going to listen to early in the morning I got joy oh my god or even some love songs God is love now. It might put you in the, in the mood. <laughs> Hope you married. Okay. Anyway, no judgment. I can't judge. Um, but listen, check out Tasha's new, uh, her new song. It has just blessed my spirit. It's blessed my spirit. So we are, um, yeah, we are wrapping up. 
the worthy entertainment news. And we'll be back. I've got to get some water or something. I think this is allergies out here. My gosh, what's going on? But I'll return in a minute and we'll talk about fashion and beauty and get into our topic. Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? <laughs> Who's your daddy? Okay, sorry. Not not that. Not anyway. See you in a minute. Joy in my spirit, joy in my soul. I got joy, I got joy, I got joy, I got joy. Say now. I told you guys, that song is just like blessing my spirit. I'm nasal. So if you're like, oh my God, she sounds horrible. Well, I wasn't trying to really entertain you. I just was trying to, you know, feel that joy. (laughs) Anyway, listen, people. Um beauty and fashion we've got some worthy chic news on beauty and fashion and we want to share with you if you don't know and this is like your first time possibly joining us have you checked out our boutique yes we've got a boutique um it is the worthy chic boutique you can log on to worthychic.com and click on it says shop now and we've got all the latest things for the spring and summer and new shoes are being added so when we start getting in products and merchandise we definitely um take a look at them see how we feel about them and put them up on the site and like to share them with you so this is kind of like one-stop shop right you're gonna talk about fashion and beauty and entertainment and you can go and shop ladies what do women like to do uh, we like to shop yeah that's pretty much all we just like to shop shop and talk shop and talk <laughs> anyway um but ladies check out the store we definitely have some new items um, coming in and listen you know it's summertime and everybody's body everybody's body okay can be a beach body everybody's body can be beach ready and we can have that beach body now you may say but I ate all winter long hog mogs. And I'm just like, where do I get these hog mogs from today? I never even had no hog mogs. Oh, Lord, Jesus, help me. Um, but no, seriously, if you was eating burgers and fries and shrimp and, you know, all kinds of stuff over the winter, and you're like, um, yeah, I'm not quite ready for the beach yet. Well, sis, it ain't too late. I don't know where you live at. If you live like in New York or even in the Midwest, and it hasn't been super, super hot yet. Now, down in the South, yeah, blazing. But um, yeah, go ahead and get your body ready. And if your body's not ready, just wear the right swimsuit, right? So we've got some swimsuits that we're adding, but you know, ladies, there's all types of swimsuits that you can wear for if you are full figure, um, you know what to accent, accents right (laughs) ladies so there are also swimsuits that have the little tutu skirts those are very cute Um, a lot of the swimsuits that cross over across the breast area and come in in the waist when you can kind of tie them in the middle that will accent your waistline I can't say that word today accent hello okay all right accent your waistline (laughs) um but there's all type of cute bodysuits and maybe you're just like I don't want to show that much well there's also some boy 
short swimsuits where you can actually do like the small shorts. And here's the thing. Um, forget it what anybody has to say when you go to the beach. I mean, unless you're on a naked beach, just put on a swimsuit and feel good about yourself and feel cute and glamorous and beautiful. Who's your daddy, right? Who's your daddy? Girl, you got dominion. <laughs> anyway, you better go get that swimsuit. I know I am, but I'm also starting to ride bikes and do some other things too. But um, I'm getting it together, getting it together. As we all are. And hey, since maybe you got it all together, you go ahead with your bad self. Um, but some of us are a work in progress. So, but check out some of those swimsuits that we have added to the site. We are going to be adding some more. One of the things that we have, um, we have our curvy girls. And our curvy girl section is lit, I might add. I've got my friends telling me, like, you really got some nice stuff on here for curvy girls. I'm like, yeah, because... I have friends that I'm not too shy of a curvy girl. I'm curvy, but I'm size wise, a little bit smaller. But I have some friends that have always had challenges with styles and fashion. So I love that there is so much new fashion out now um, with options for the curvy women, the really curvy women. So really, really great opportunities. Um and if you don't know, there's some other cute little items that are being highlighted. So Rihanna has a foot fetish. Yes, Rihanna. Rihanna has a foot fetish. <laughs> she is obsessed with Amina Madia. Madi, I guess that's how you pronounce it, is one of her hottest emerging, she, she's a hot emerging shoe designer, and um, Rihanna loves these pumps. So ladies, let me describe the pumps to you. Those are those clear shoes. Well, I guess she has a clear shoe and there's, there is an embellished um, stone at the top of the shoe. So unless you want to pay $895 for those shoes, shout out to Rihanna, who's paying that for those shoes. And, you know, sometimes you can and sometimes you can't. But if you can't, we've got some of those clear shoes on our website as well, too. So check out some of the shoes and the options that we have. And also, ladies, in regards to the swimsuit, the new look is snakeskin. I know you've seen it. Like everything's been snakeskin lately. Um, snakeskin swimsuits are in. So I'm gonna search and you know pick up the phone and start calling some manufacturers, sending some emails to see who's got snakeskin swimsuits in, especially for plus size. So don't get mad at me if I find somebody not plus size. Look, don't start blowing up my phone. Okay, just just don't don't start sending emails and everything else. But anyway, those are the looks. So if you log onto the website and you see something you like, and if you don't see something you like, you know, at least you kind of know what to look for while you're out shopping over the weekend. Hey, you got some new stuff. I didn't see him on the mortgage check site, but I got some new stuff. <laughs> anyway, um, so have fun with that. And then worthy chick alert so listen ladies i need y'all to start sending him some suggestions but i found some i found one um missy elliott oh my god i told you i love missy came out like 90s though but missy has been phenomenal all across the board especially when she partnered with timberland a lot of people don't know but miss missy has continued to produce tons and tons and tons of albums i mean her music is amazing and she has become the first female rapper to be inducted into the songwriters hall of fame shout out to missy missy um listen 
this is an accomplishment, ladies, sis. This is an accomplishment for us. We should really feel good about it because she's actually the only third rapper to be honored and they weren't women, okay? Missy is the very first woman. So, Missy, congrats. Congrats, congrats, congrats. All right, people, listen. We are about to tune in. Tune in. <laughs> We're about to talk about our topic again. Our topic today is who's your daddy and it's father's day and so let me first start by saying again happy father's day happy father's day to all the great fathers people lie if they say i just not no good daddies out here that's a lie that is a lie from the pit of hell maybe you just have not had a good encounter with a good father or even a good man. But I'm here to tell you, there are a lot of men out here. And there are a lot of men out here that take care of their children, that love their children, that stick by their children from the beginning of their birth to the end of their days. Um, And there are a lot of fathers out here that are consistent, that are committed, committed. They have been committed to being protectors, providers, uh, nurturers, and they're out here they're out here and a lot of them may be your friends fathers or maybe your relatives that you're aware of but salute a father on this father this father's day weekend give them their time and their space because <laughs> it's so funny the men do not like to be around nobody they be like okay all right me and the fellas going fishing me and the fellas going to the car races we're going to basketball games. We're about to do something. I want to be around y'all. But anyway, it's okay. It's okay. Happy Father's Day. Without a father, where will we be? Where will we be? I tell you right now, you wouldn't be here, right? You would not be here. But the topic today is who is your daddy? Um, I hope that this um, touches the hearts of those that feel that like Mother's Day, I don't like Father's Day. Um, maybe it's because your father is no longer here on this earth. And this is going to be a challenging weekend for you. Um, maybe it's because you never knew your father. Maybe it's because you're just having issues with your father. There's unresolved issues. There's unforgiveness. There's bitterness on one or both parts. And um, maybe it's just a difficult time. So, you know, I thought about the topic, who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? (laughs) But, you know, especially for women, this has been a subject for myself um, that I know that I'm going to speak a lot further about um, because of my own, um, my own life and my own life being an example to so many um, and where I have had to place God the father in my life. So who's your daddy? Well, the answer is quite simple. God, the father. God is our father. You may have a great dad, but he is nothing like the father, the one that created the heavens and the earth, the amazing father. I know some women that have some great fathers and then at even still they have great fathers They also have some shortcomings, some issues. They've also selected possibly mates or men that don't reflect their fathers. And 
then it starts to draw the attention to well who was your father's father and what was that relationship so I think that there have been um a lot of people that have gone without a father or a father a strong father in the Lord and it makes a world an entirely um huge world a difference so there's just a few scriptures that I ran across that I wanted to um that I wanted to call out in Genesis we all know the story Adam and Eve and how they were walking through the garden and um how when God found out what they did they hid just like children what do we do you get in trouble with your parents you try to go and hide right and so they hid from the Lord among the trees of the garden but the Lord called out to them just as a father would uh where are you where the hell are you? Where, where you at? Where you at? <laughs> right? And um, <clears throat> Adam basically answered, I heard you in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid. And I love this part. I love this. This just shows so much. God responded, who told you you were naked? I let, I'm going to pause. Who told you you were naked? See, a lot of times we can run and be in fear when there's really nothing to fear. I thought about this along Father's Day because there are so many people that um, in the flesh doesn't look like they have a father. And I heard God say when I read this this morning, when I said, uh, when I read this, it wasn't this morning. But when I read this and it said, who told you that you were naked? It was as if I heard God say, who told you you were without a father? Mm. Who told you you were without a father? Why do you feel fatherless? Because people have observed you being without a father. We have to stop letting people put us in a place that God didn't place us. Um, You know, we're not without a father. I personally, I have had some amazing men in my life, my grandfather, my uncle, and even my birth father um, that have played a significant role in my life. Now, with all transparency, my my, um, relationship with my father has been a very rocky road um, since I became an adult. Um, And not to go into it because I honor my father and I respect my father. Um, at some point I probably will have to just so that someone else can be delivered in some of the areas that I've been delivered in. But for the sake of today and for the sake of the fact that it is Father's Day weekend and to honor my daddy, I love him. Daddy, if you're listening, I love you and it ain't nothing you can do about it. (laughs) Um, but basically, um, we're never without a father. I even told my father during one of our disputes I said, God is my father. And he looked at me and it kind of like he looked at me with a little jealousy almost. He may not admit that, but he was like, oh God, your daddy, huh? But he didn't understand really what I meant by that is in his absence, whenever he chose to be absent, I had to make sure that I put God in a position that there was no longer a void. That I put God in a position that no matter if my father who nobody is perfect you know 
we have parents that have had upbringings that you know they may not have had something so how can they know how to give you something if they did not have it or if they're still in search for it so i had to put god in a place it's like that placeholder you know and that placeholder is above everything in everybody everything in everybody so i had to put god in that place of mother god in that place of father god in that place of my everything my substance my being my job my 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 child even at some point my friendships you know anything that the enemy tries to come and challenge we have to know how to put god in that position so it goes back to when Adam and Eve were in the garden and, and, and God said, who told you you were naked? In other words, where did you get that perception from? And that's not the true perception. So, you know, I believe that if I have God at the center of it all, and the song says, Jesus, you're the center of my joy. All that's good and perfect comes from you. If I have him at the center of it all, then guess what? I can't I don't feel naked. Mm. I won't feel naked. I won't feel without. I won't feel as though there's anything lacking. Um, and so if we learn to do that and put God in that placeholder. But, you know, a father means a lot. A father means a lot, um, even to God. God gave us instructions. He gave instructions to the children and he gave instructions even to parents. And um, for the children, he said, honor your mother and your father so that your days will be long. Deuteronomy 6, 20 something. <laughs> Deuteronomy 6, 20 something. Listen, I, here's my disclaimer. I'm not the Bible thumper. I know the word of God because it's buried inside my belly. But when you ask me what scripture is that, I got to go and find it. I just ain't going to be honest with you. So I, sometimes I have to hit on it and I'm accurate here. I just can't tell you all of it. But I'm accurate. Okay, people, thumpers. Okay, number one. Anyway, um, but when when God has said, honor your mother and father, you know, just to take a minute to, to discuss with you, just as I showed you, I had to go to a place also in prayer and asking God, because I knew the word of God and I knew the God's word said, honor your mother and father so that your days will be long. Well, I want to live a long time. So regardless of what my father, you know, issues with, daddy issues you know any issues that I ever had with my father I wanted to make sure that I was still pleasing to God and I hope somebody hears this so that you're not walking around this weekend very bitter very dry um or just acting ugly um towards your parent if you can't say you know people used to say if you can't say nothing good don't say nothing if you can't if you can't say nothing good don't say nothing good at all shut your mouth right so but there are ways that you can still honor your parents. And God showed me this years ago. Um, there was an issue that me and my father had. It exploded. It was ugly. It was hurtful. It was damaging. But I had to pray and say, now what, Lord? Like, I'm constantly forgiving. I'm constantly the one forgiving. It's always me. Always forgiving. You know, but now what? And it, the discussion was pretty much, well, now what you do is you 
find different ways to honor him. So if it's a card, if it's a phone call, if it's a text message, not speaking ill of him, not saying bad things of him. And you know, you've heard people talk about people and it's like, dang, you know, I wouldn't want to be around you. Uh, if I walked away, what would you really say about me? So you don't want to damage, you know, um, there are some things, however, let, let me say this for a disclaimer, is that sometimes if God has brought you out of a situation and really delivered you out of a situation, you may have to tell your story to help someone else. You may have to tell it to help someone else. And so sometimes some things do have to be revealed if somebody can definitely benefit from it. But make sure your heart is right. Last week we talked about the heart and we talked about the you know, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So making sure that your heart is right in that framework um, so that you can make sure that you're doing the right thing. And most importantly, the right thing before God. So honor your fathers. This is Father's Day weekend. You know, ladies, listen, if the baby daddy wasn't there, don't be telling the baby that the daddy ain't, your daddy ain't no good. Your daddy ain't this. Your daddy ain't that. Yo, I made it a practice and I'm not perfect by far, but I made it a practice not to speak ill of my son's father, uh, regardless of probably what lies he probably tell or not. But, you know, I made a practice. <coughs> God bless me. Um, I made a practice not to speak ill of him. Um, and I think that it's important that we don't speak ill of of um, of the fathers. That's teaching your child to honor as well. So also um, in scripture, it talks about um, fathers do not provoke your children to anger. Instead, bring them up in the discipline and instructions of the Lord. So and, and in this, it says instructions of the Lord. And even in Deuteronomy 620 when it talks about the children honor your mothers and fathers so that your day would be long it also says your parents in the lord so mm, i just leave that right there okay um but you know fathers don't provoke don't provoke your children to to wrath you know don't back them up in the corner of a wall where they really got to defend themselves um and anger them instead you know truly bring them up in the discipline but there was um a breakdown in the amplified version let me see because i think i took a screenshot and we had a special guest that just came in the room and i'm gonna open it up to her in a minute but it says fathers do not provoke your children to anger do not um uh point them into the area of resentment with demands that are trivial or unreasonable or humiliating or abusive, nor by showing favoritism or indifference to any of them. I'm going to say it again. Do not show favoritism or indifference to any of them, but bring them up tenderly with loving kindness in the discipline and instructions of the Lord. So ladies, fathers, ladies that guess what let's talk about this you're not the father you're not the daddy who's your daddy not you sis you're not the daddy you are not the father let the father be the father and then i'm gonna um just give you these scriptures and, and open it up even for further conversation so the bible also talks about when we look at what a father is god the father is our teacher he's he's our disciplinarian God sets boundaries and that's all out of love and that's the role of a father Genesis 2 
um, 16 says, and the Lord God commanded the man saying, you may freely and unconditionally eat the fruit <coughs> from every tree of the garden, <coughs> but only from the tree of knowledge and recognition of good and, and evil. You shall not eat. Otherwise, on that day, you eat from it, you shall most certainly die. So God told Adam and Eve when they were in the garden, you can eat this fruit, but you cannot eat that fruit. Excuse me. <laughs> this pollen is getting to me. You can eat this fruit, but you cannot eat that fruit. So nowadays, kids don't want to be disciplined. It's the job of a father to discipline and, and a mama too. I was a mama raising a child on my own and I had to discipline. You can do this, but you can't do that. You can get with this or you can get with that. You can get with this or you can get with that. So that's pretty much how it goes. And that's how God is. He gives us boundaries. Also, God is a healer. Psalms 147.3 says he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds, healing their pain and comforting their sorrows. God is absolutely amazing. Jehovah Jireh, our provider, Jehovah Nisi, he reigns in victory. Um, Deuteronomy 4.31, for the Lord your God is a merciful and compassionate God. He will not fail you nor destroy you, nor forget the covenant with your fathers. And yes, so God is loving people. Those are, those are the scriptures that I had highlighted and pointed out. But God is a loving God. He's a loving God. And so when we think about who's your daddy, who's your daddy? Listen, when I think about who my daddy is, I think about God. That's the first thing I think about. Maybe it's a way that I just, you know, decide "Mm, this is how I know I'm provided for. This is how I know that I am um, taken care of. This is how I know when something comes my way, I will be healed. I can be healed. Now, here's the beautiful gift about a father, especially men, if you are listening, listen from a woman. A man has a gift to protect like none other. I don't care how strong we as women want to be. or candy we cannot be a man since you cannot yeah holy spirit you cannot be a man you cannot be that man regardless of the man that might have hurt you it's even one or two things that usually happen <laughs> I, I don't the holy spirit is taking me here so i'm gonna go here and hey let the chips fall where they lie but listen two things that happened. I had a conversation with a friend recently. There's a young girl around watching her and that's what I will say. And I said, if she doesn't see you being strong enough to leave a damaging situation that can alter her thought process on what a man is. And that is either she don't want no pieces of a man ever again in life because she sees that she does not want to be like be weak I'll say that or she'll decide I'll just let a man treat me any kind of way because that's what I see 
And so a role of a man is very important in our lives. A woman needs to feel the protection of a man, the protection of a father, because that's where it starts. It starts with what a woman has seen from daddy. Mm -hmm. What has a woman seen from daddy? Did she have protector? Did she have provider? Did she have nurturer? Did she even have healer? Because a father can heal. A father's love can heal a multitude of hurts and pains. And so, you know, when I when I think about who's who's your daddy, I think about women that have allowed men to become zaddy. <laughs> that zaddy, he's my zaddy. That's my daddy. Well, sis, I hate to tell you, but only one person should be called daddy, and that is God the Father. In in that mode, the Bible says, "Abba, Father." Abba Father it is the highest reference. And so when you're thinking of daddy, uh, it's either God your father or your daddy here on earth. <laughs> but the fathers have an important role, especially for women. Women are calling um, men daddy or thinking of men as fathers or wanting to put them in the place of a father because they didn't have a father. And then when that man fails them in some type of way or form, it goes back to a place of either rejection where they felt rejected by their own father or abandonment. Um, I've seen a lot of that where women have felt so abandoned. And then when a man decides he doesn't want to be with them or break up with them, they go crazy. I'm talking about crazy. Because they don't, they have abandonment issues. Sis, if I'm talking about you, I ain't talking about you. I'm trying to help you. And the reason why I'm trying to help you is if you start to feel that when this man leaves, it feels like your whole earth is left. Now, I had someone that said something to me once before about a woman's role is to naturally, we are naturally submissive. But it should not be for a man to take advantage of that submission. Just because we're naturally submissive, even outside of a marriage, because it's just natural, that it's not up to a man to take advantage of that submission. We got to realize what placeholder we really put people in. You know, in the beginning of the show, I was talking to you about putting God in that place. And if I put him in that place and I keep him in that place and certain things I, one, don't have to tolerate, certain things I don't have to, um, certain pains I don't have to endure because I say and I know that, well, God is my father. So if I'm rejected here, then guess what? That's okay because I'm received here. If I'm played here, guess what? That's okay. I ain't really played because my daddy saw what you did and my daddy's about to take care of you. (laughs) So player, you're the one that got played. Right. And then if somebody has physically hurt me or harmed me, I go to my father because he's a healer. I go to my father because he's my restorer. He's going to restore me. And I go to my father because he is my protector. So if you came for me, you're about to get something. You're about to get really dealt with. Who is your daddy? That is really today the topic. We've got to know that he is our daddy. Some more transparency. Oh, Lord, please help me not be this transparent. But some more transparency. I had to come to a point to realize and really look at, okay, 
we always talk about why black women are not married, why we're not married, why we're not married. And we know there's a whole lot of issues as to why, but sometimes you have to look at yourself and you have to look back at relationships that you possibly had. And I took that time to do that. I did. And it was hurtful. It wasn't easy. And I said, <laughs> I was in a dispute with my father. And this is where I got the epiphany. I was in a dispute with my father. And I woke up one morning and I wanted to go off on him so bad. Like he wasn't my daddy. But like he was a man that I had dealt with from my past. I mean, bad. It was ugly. <laughs> it was ugly. I did not do it because I know about honoring my father. So I couldn't give my daddy the business. Couldn't give him that business. But what I what I had to go and pray about and ask was, why did I feel that emotion? Like I needed to come to a defense for myself. Like it was this dude. Why did I feel that? And that's when the Lord allowed me to see transparency that's when the Lord allowed me to see because it's the same thing I'm like what is what what I don't you know what I don't understand what do you mean the same thing and I realized I started looking over all the relationships and I noticed a pattern I noticed a pattern of and I, I just gotta admit it ladies sometimes we let these men come in and out of our lives in and out of our lives in and out of our lives and they do this, they do something wrong. We'd be like, okay, and then they come back. I said, first of all, I'm not weak. I'm not no punk. I'm not weak. Like, I'm not no punk in no area in my life. Like, where did this come from? I've always been a strong woman, so I don't think I'm weak here, but what is this? And then it dawned on me. Well, that's what you're used to. That's the pattern. That's the learned behavior that you feel that this is normal. Because I remember saying that to myself one morning. One morning, it was like, it feels like this is normal. And it was to me, it was normal. Um, It's in my book, so, you know, not really transparency. Volume one, my parents got divorced at an early age, so that disrupted the household, as many people. A father is in position in a household for a reason. Marriage has been placed in families for a reason. The man is ahead of the household for a reason. When that structure is interfered and broken up, then it restructures a household for whatever reason. Whatever the reasons were that the marriage is in, and I, and it, it, if, if you know me personally, you know I'm not an advocate for divorce. I don't like divorces because I'm a product of divorce. And that structure of the family starts to change. And when it changes, it, it just changes the magnitude. Now, I love my dad. My dad was still in my life. I don't have that, I don't have that story that I never knew my daddy and I never knew what he looked like. And then, oh no, I knew my daddy, loved my daddy. Me and my daddy had a great relationship when I was a child and we, I was daddy's girl. Mm. I was daddy's girl. But anyway, um, whole nother topic. So, but that structure changed. And so I went back and I said, Lord, where did this come from? And he showed me, that's what you're used to. You were used to the in and out of your life. The sometimes I'm here and sometimes I'm not here. When I feel like it, I'm here. And when I'm not feel like it, I'm here. And you know, that's what you got used to. So now you have, that's what you know. And now that's what you know, that when people do that to you, 
you think that it's acceptable and it it goes absolutely nowhere. And I decided this is absolutely insane. This is absolutely insane. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for showing me what this is and what this looks like. And now I can start truly answering why I'm not married. Because I have allowed and I have accepted certain things to occur in my life that I have to shut and have to stop and have to stop it right here. I have to stop it here. Let's stop it where it began. Let's stop it right there. Let's stop it right there. And let's start to say, I am worthy. I am worth it. I am valuable. And I'm valuable enough to say, guess what? I need unconditional love. And until I find that, I know where I can get it. That unconditional love from my father. Who is your daddy? Who's your daddy, ladies? There is one, there's only one unconditional love, a love that never wavers, a love that no matter what you do, no matter what you decide to do, this love will never stop. You can be the worst person in the world and this love will never stop. This love overflows. This love, love continues. It's like a river. It just keeps flowing. It keeps flowing. You can't even shut it off. Have you ever been in a place, in a time in your life, have you ever been in a dark place or a time in your life to where you felt like, I'm not even worthy of God's love. I don't even want him to see what I did or even to know me right now because I'm just out here doing me. I'm living my best life, <laughs> doing my thing. And then you're like, oh, shoot, you know, uh, something happened. You're like, but God, I need you to help me with this. And can you help me? Then he like, Mm-mm, sit down somewhere. Go sit in the corner. I'm telling you, he's like a daddy. If you really, truly receive and, and develop a relationship with the father, the one and only father, he is the father. He He's the father <laughs> of our savior, Jesus Christ. It's, it's a trinity here now. Don't, don't think you can get the Father without the Son. It's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But if you come truly into a relationship with the Father, you'll allow, you will, you will have placed him in a place to where my daddy got dominion, so so do I. My father is worthy, so so am I. I'm telling you, this is why this movement started, and I it started with me. It didn't start because my last name was worthy. It started with because I had to take some actions. I had to take some actions with knowing that God was worthy of my life and everything. And that don't mean that I'm perfect. No, I got grace. It don't mean I'm perfect. I'm not walking around here like no perfect Christian and da, 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 da. No, I got grace. I got grace. I operate in grace. I was listening to one of my favorite um um, prophets, prophet Fred Brame. If you don't know who he is, please look him up. He's amazing. Um, he is out of the city of Detroit. A lot of times he does 6 a.m. Um, calls and he was just talking about, you know, we got to start knowing that we operate in God's grace. Stop letting people tell you, oh, you cuss, you ain't going to heaven. Oh, you do this, you ain't doing that. That's not the kind of love that my father has for me. My father has an agape love for me, a love that does not quit. I would lie if I told you that everything that has happened, that has looked good, and that God has blessed me, and he, God has blessed me. He's blessed me, and he's used me in some mighty ways, and I wish I could tell you I was perfect. I ain't. I never have been perfect. I just try, and I continue to operate in grace. Because my father 
my daddy. He is my daddy. My daddy loves me so much that when I fail, I go and I fall in his lap. And I'm like, oh, I messed up. Oh, I got that wrong. Oh, I didn't do that right. And sometimes, I promise you, I hear him say, I already knew you were going to do that. Just like a father. Just like a parent that loves you. A parent's love. I told my son this. It's nothing you can do that I will stop loving you. That is the love of the father. So if you are this weekend celebrating Father's Day and you don't have, you think you're naked. (laughs) You think you don't have a father. The devil has lied to you. You got a father. You got a father like none other. When your father made mistakes, your heavenly father, first of all, made up for your father's mistakes and was still there for you. Just as he was with Adam and Eve. Now, everybody talk about Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve. It's because of Eve that we here today. Well, uh, I really think somebody wrote it down wrong personally. I really think something else happened because anyway. But if we look at Adam and Eve, who God, you know, the punishment was supposed to be so severe for women, for for Eve, he was like, I'm going to give you birth pains and do this and do that. He still was a loving father. Look what even came out of the birth pains. He didn't tell her, you're going to have children. And you're going to have children. They're going to have children. And children have more children. He didn't say. But as a father, he disciplines us. He sets boundaries. He loves us unconditionally. I thought I told you that it don't stop. I thought I told you that we don't stop. His love don't stop, y'all. It does not stop, okay? So listen. I hope this blessed someone because Crystal Worthy told all her business again. But oh well, this is just the season that I'm in. Whoever don't like it, to God be the glory. Hallelujah anyhow. Because there's some souls out here that need to know God. They need to know God. I, hey, I'm just going to be the vessel that God wants me to be. Because a lot of people may not get the raw dog truth walking into the four walls of the church. And so just as he's using me, he can use you too. Just tell your testimony. I'm telling you to bless someone. Your testimony will bless someone. And let me say this too. God is so everything that in my life, he is, he is so everything in my life that I put together this podcast. This podcast and a few other things. And I wish I could tell you I was rich. I'm not. I wish I could tell you that I had the finances to do it. I didn't. I just did it. Why? Because my daddy owns everything. He owns everything. There is nothing impossible. Nothing can stop me. I'm all the way up. Ah, if you heard my previous podcast, that's what I was going in with. Nothing can stop me. I'm all the way up. Why am I all the way up? Because my father is up. I I don't look at, oh my God, is there money in my hand today? No, because I trust the God that I serve handles tomorrow. The God that I serve can do something just like that. The God that I serve, my father, my daddy, (laughs) I'm just trying to tell you, listen, he is my daddy and there ain't nothing nobody can do about it. So if you are um, getting ready for Father's Day and you're hearing, it's this girl on this podcast talking about who's your daddy. Yeah. Cassandra, who's your daddy? 
daddy. Who's your daddy? Ernest Dickens. <laughs> That's my daddy. She said Ernest Dickens is her daddy. Right. She said Ernest Dickens is her daddy. But listen, people. Love on your fathers if your fathers are here and living and breathing. But remember that God is our father. Ultimately, when um, people have gone on to be with the Lord, when they're not around, or if they ain't never been around, God is your daddy. That's my daddy. (laughs) That's my daddy. That's my daddy. Anyway. That's it for today. I hope you you were blessed. I hope it blessed you. I told all my business. Um, But I hope it blessed you. And um, I'll see you next week on Worthy Chick Chat. Worthy Chic Chat. You know what we say. It's a double entendre. In the living room. We're on the patio. We're on the patio. (laughs) But in the living room. How you living? See you next week. Bye-bye.